Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Each week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believed for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows that we will be studying. Hi, Kate. Hi, Pauline. <laughs> oh, you know, it's going to be a good one. I mean, everyone's a good one, but this, have we have a little pep in our step. We're ready to go. We got two decent ones. I feel like we had been, the past couple of weeks have been on and off. You know, there's been some great weeks. Stuff we were super excited for. Yeah. This one's been nice. And these were two shows, I don't know about you, I hadn't watched either of them. Neither had I. And lots of different characters on these shows. I really had a fun time. I'm so glad. I'm so glad because um, I love getting two fresh, two freshies in, you know, that we don't know anything about. And that means that you can do more of a deep dive into starcasm.net, you know, soapdish.net com or whatever it is i don't know if any of them screen, are today i have my sources are screen rant oh, i have okay. in touch weekly oh well, oh, that, yeah I, I mean that's that's quite fancy going into in touch i mean well, only, only oh, the best sure. for okay. these shows yeah um i have not asked do you have a little drinky or what's the situ today the sitchy is sad. I just finished my iced coffee that I've been nursing all day. Okay. Okay. I plain I tap water, sad. Oh. Okay. And uh watermelon fizzy water. Still no You're... alcohol in the house. Oh, okay. I know. We need to sort this situation. I mean, 
I I have I decided to class it up a little bit and I made myself a mezcal margarita <gasps> I know Pauline I know I love those really, I know it's really nice but the thing is I bit of a heavy pour bit of a heavy pour on the mezcal <laughs> so we'll see how this episode Lucy goes Lucy <laughs> goes all right so let's head straight into if you want to start with our first show Katie Kate Yes, let's get into it. Okay. The first show that we are covering today is called Love in Paradise, the Caribbean slash Caribbean. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's the way that TLC describes the show. Whisked away to Jamaica, Panama, Costa Rica, and Barbados, four Americans are trying to salvage relationships with their <laughs> holiday flings. Relationships in various phases, including a fling that turned serious, a romance that turned into a pregnancy, mm. and Americans hopeful their romance with their local islander works out. The four couples are hopeful their relationships will continue, yet nearly every relationship <laughs> seems doomed to fail due to the miles and drama between them. Jeez, TLC. I mean, you know, savage. Could have gone easy with us on that. First of all, you give away like a lot of the twists and turns, and then tell them, well, they're not going to work anyway. <laughs> they do. Jeez. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I have a lot to say about this one, Kate. Now, I watched the so. So first of all, this is one of the newer shows. Like sometimes we get, you know, when we spin the wheel of shame, we get these ones that were made like 15 years ago and stuff. This was right. new. This was like pre-COVID. It was a 2019? Um, no, no. This was like last year, early oh. last year. Oh, shit. Okay. So it is really new. They only have one season out and that's the one that Kate and I watched. Yes. Um, I was very unclear whether it was part of the 90 day realm yes it is it is it's under the 90 day umbrella it's the newest okay installment that they have created got it i mean we already have on the wheel of shame i mean i'm warning you and i'm warning the listeners for 90 day we have about i would say about 11 different shows that may pop up there's a lot um so as soon as i started watching it you have the same kind of shots or the same you know couple profiles as 90 day um fiance so my first note that i wrote watching this um love in paradise of caribbean was why have we been sleeping on this i thought where has this been how did i not know about it obviously 90 day is their biggest success story maybe 600 i mean they have a lot it's tlc they have a lot but I was like, that was the first thing I wrote. Why have we been sleeping on this? How did I not know about it? I am on the internet all the time, and I haven't heard <laughs> anyone talk about this right. show. Now, but as we go on, I kind of understand why. Okay, so I got I got all excited at the beginning. I'm like, this, what, I mean, this is perfect. It starts off with, so, so we can just recap. We have one, two, three, four. So we have four couples, as it mm-hmm. said in the um, synopsis. There is in Jamaica, we have Ariana and Sherlon. In Costa Rica, we have Amber and Daniel. In Barbados, we have Stephen and Martine. And then in Panama, we have Key and Mark. So we'll go through all of them. First thing we see, I just wrote, we're straight in. TLC isn't pulling any punches. They know the formula. You know, they've been doing 90 Day for 
a long time. They know what the viewers want to see. Let's mm-hmm. get to crying. Let's get to trauma. Let's get to disaster. And we start with um, Ariana. And she, it was like, they, they, did, they really didn't go easy on us. They went in straight away. Ariana's 25 years old. And she has was straight away was in the mirror talking about how she had been overweight her entire life and then decided to lose weight. She went to Jamaica with her sister. And of course, I mean, I say fall in love, but I use that term very loosely. But she met Sherlon. And so you see her in the mirror and she's putting um, she's putting makeup on and stuff like that. And then they start having these like stock footage of people running on the beach in Jamaica. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I didn't... That's where it kind of lost me. I was like, hang on, is this 90 Day? Because, I mean, 90 Day doesn't really do... It looked like it was actors. It, it was really weird how they slotted that in. There were a lot of setting the scene shots. Yes. Yes, Cause they're, that's they're kind of Because they're telling the story of how they all met. And so they would do these shots of random people dancing in a club to kind of <laughs> yeah. show you this is the environment they were in you know yeah and it was just it just had a weird tone to it that wasn't the 90 day tone so I was like oh, okay well it's a little bit different mm-hmm. and then she talks about meeting Sherlock and then straight away this is within five minutes she's like and I got pregnant and you're like, ooh. Is it okay. just me? She kind of made it sound like she wasn't going to go through with the pregnancy. Yeah. There were, okay, so you're so right because she starts talking to camera. And like, this is in the first five minutes. And she's saying, I um, found out I was, pre- I was pregnant. I just started crying straight away and was like, I didn't want this. I didn't plan this. It's I not the right time. Not the right time. Or she'd lost all this weight. She'd made herself. And she's young. She's what, 25? 20, what did mm-hmm. I say? 25. Yeah. So already you're like, okay, that was a lot to take in. Then TLC doesn't stop, Kate. Goes in again with Sherlon. Where does Sherlon work, Kate? Well, he works for his dad, the boat company, right? It's like a tourism boat. Yeah, and he also works at a swingers resort. So then TLC doesn't back down. Straight away, they show... This is where it lost... They show nips. Like, two women topless on chairs by the pool oh like, yeah on, is this tlc i was i got really confused so kate was this show like a web show or was this actually on tlc I'm actually so on confused. tlc but they're showing like these women topless at the pool and you see their nips out and i'm like and they're i, I was really confused with that oh when where i was watching it it was blurred out they actually no showed nipples for- yeah Oh. And they said fuck every other word as well. Oh, okay. you got uh, the uncensored version. How funny. I just watched it on um, wherever we usually watch it. Yeah, but that's why I couldn't make head nor tails of, is this an actual show that was on TLC? Or was this like some weird spin-off web thing where they could swear and show nudity? Because it goes, he's working at a swingers resort and then this dirty TLC cameraman was like hiding behind the bushes and just taking this footage of these two girls topless and you saw, you saw nips, you saw everything. Wow. That's so, I did, did I imagine? No, I didn't imagine it. It definitely happened. They did see it. So you were on Discovery Plus. Yeah. I was on TLC Go. I don't know. You know what? It's probably because I knew I was English. That's why. And they just went, you know what? Everyone 
in the continent of Europe is naked most of the time anyway. So she, she'll she be fine with that. She can handle That's it. what it was. Yeah, they knew. So we find this out straight away. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, so I got confused about seeing the nudity. And you're five minutes in and that's what you've already found out. She's crying. She's pregnant. She's miserable. And he works at a swingers resort and they've got him on his interview going, well, I mean, it's, we, we're not supposed to, you know, fraternize with the guests, but I do. And I do it often. <sighs> he makes it very clear that he hooks up with tourists all the time. I mean, yeah. And she's, I mean, I immediately felt for her and she lives, I think, I can't remember whereabouts she lives. She's in the Midwest. Quincy, Illinois, which our oh. good friend is from right there. Oh, Really? Shout outs to Lanny. Yeah. Oh, no way, Lanny. She's from that area. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm glad she can be involved in our swingers talk. Thank you, <laughs> Lanny. Um so yeah, she's we just see her and her mother Karen comes in and they kind of set the scene of they're gonna go to Jamaica with her mum and her two sisters to visit this guy. And they'd only, they've known each other less than a year. And I think she went like once or twice to Jamaica and that was it and then got pregnant. It's it's really rough. And he's 10 years older than her. No, she got pregnant. She got pregnant the first time she met him and she only had two. She met him when she had three days left of her vacation. They had sex the whole rest of her vacay. She got pregnant in those two days and then went home. Oh my god! I thought yeah. she actually first time gone. she met him. Yeah. Oh no! And you see him, and you just know already. Like this is just with. I mean, I'm going to compare this a lot to our 90 day because it is under the umbrella, so we can. But you, I mean, I came in and I thought, as I said, why have we been sleeping on this? Because I'm like, this is a good one. Okay, we've got all this drama at the beginning. This is going to be good. Um, it reminded me a lot of 90 Days. Like, what was, what's the 90 Days one with Asulu and... Um, uh, oh, Asuelu and Asuelu, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. kind of the exact same thing, right? She went there and got pregnant. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. And then you've got the family involved, the mother and the two sisters. So we see that to start off with. And then we go, Kate, to... Who's next? Amber... Is it Amber and Daniel next in Costa Rica? Yes. Yeah. This one I thought had a lot of potential as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was Amber's 30, Daniel's 23. I mean, look, I'm not saying that I could ever be told anything when I was in bad relationships and people tell you this is not going to work and you fight back. But Amber, guess what? This isn't going to work. He's 23 years old, doesn't work, doesn't have a job, and you pay all of his bills. She's going to play mommy their entire uh, time I together. Mean, it was just like, uh, we already know what's happening. Like, this is, a, this is we've seen this on 90 Day. So she's, this girl Amber, is, she's, quite, she's quite a manic energy to her. I think she's, because she essentially, I don't know if you felt this, I feel like it was a woman that knew this was completely wrong. Her gut was saying to her, this is completely wrong, but she kept on in this relationship. So she's like, I felt like you watch her on screen battling herself the entire time. She knows this is ridiculous. It's never going to work. But no, I'm going to do it anyway. And it was just like back and forth. She wants to finish what she started. She's very type A, straight edge, and she wants to see it through and make it work. 
and it's not so much a passionate union it doesn't seem to me anymore not anymore that's true because she was saying she's like a perfectionist everything has to be perfect and you see her like video chatting with him and you get the oh my phone's broken can you buy me a phone when you come over and she's already like spinning out because i do i feel like she just knew the answers to all of her questions and she's just she's just not gonna do anything she's like have you got a job have you looked at the papers and she's got all of this stuff for the k1 paper um for the fiance visa and he's like no haven't looked at any of it and i'm like well yeah so she's she's 30 working hard at her job trying Mm -hmm. to make this all happen he's 23 living in Haco, costa rica i've been there it's a surfer's town it's a party town fun you know he's hanging out having a good time and he's so young it's a complete mismatch of priorities it's just i mean it's just plain as day what i did get from this and we'll talk obviously at the end we do our rating and what we learned but i did get from all of this that i don't know why any of us aren't living on an island because everyone is having the best life sure some of them are deeply impoverished but i mean there are people they're just on this beach they're just having sex with a ton of tourists they are living the life kate oh this definitely made me want to move i know to boca del toro yeah so what i thought is what we could do is when we have our first um international um tender loving care question mark podcast meetup we should go to one of these islands so all of you listeners can come along. Um, we'll stay in one of these resorts. We'll make sure you have sex with someone that works there. And it'll be great. We'll have our own TLC show by the end of it. It'll be amazing. That's, that's such a Pauline idea. Just <laughs> fabulous and fun. Yeah. And I'm it in. will happen. I'm in. Um, good. So, yeah, we were kind, we kind of saw that. So Amber's going, she's about to head over to Costa Rica to meet him again to get the K-1 papers, to bring him back to America. Um, there's a lot of this as well that I think is maybe these people go on this show like Amber. No, it's not going to work. But she's like, I can get a second season. If I bring him to America, I can get a second season. So maybe that's, I don't know. She just... She, it was just rough looking at her. She's like, I, I have to pay all his bills. He doesn't work, but now he's got a job. And then, of course, you cut to Daniel's interview. Uh, I haven't been exactly honest with her. You're like, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so at this point, I'm watching it and I'm going, yeah, this is still good. This is still 90 day worthy. This is, this. why isn't, like you say, why isn't this huge? Like, what's what's going on here? We then move on to Barbados and we have Stephen, who's 33, and Martin, who is 26. They've been together for three years and Martin lives in Miami and she's she's a party girl and um, you, you they set it up as Stephen being a bad guy. Like, he has, to, he has cheated on her and this was at the beginning of the relationship. He is a kid from a previous eight-year relationship and he's like my relationship with martine is just an escape from reality mm-hmm. and she, of course she's on a boat in miami going i'm gonna get married so as a viewer you're thinking i don't think you are love i really don't think you are <laughs> i can tell you right now um and she's just you know she just they kind of emphasize a lot they party and they have great sex and they just drink a lot and it's been going on for three years. And she's like, I'm going back to Barbados. 
I'm going to get an answer. I'm going to figure out what's going on here. Um, and Stephen's just like, I have a great life here. Like I do whatever I want. I part- and he was a D- he was the DJ, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And a party yeah. promoter, club promoter. <laughs> well, we if his I just want to say if there's anyone listening that meets a guy, whatever nationality, wherever they're from, and he says to you, "I'm a club promoter." <laughs> First of all, he doesn't have a job. I just want I just want that to be. <laughs> clear he doesn't have a job um and you should run for the hills when i hear club promoter all i think of is early 2000s la guys with like spiked up hair um and like affliction t-shirts handing out flyers and trying to get hot girls into clubs like ladies drink for free before eight (laughs) yeah Slimy. Yeah, that's exactly what I think of. So he kind of has a job because he's a DJ. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then we get to this. This was interesting. Then we see this like woman on the beach aggressively working out, doing burpees and all this stuff. <laughs> and her body is like tight. Banging. Tight. Um, and I, her name is Key, K-E-Y, right? They pronounce it K. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she was originally from Argentina, but she's now we're meeting her in Panama. And this story struck me because I think she's thirty six and he's like yeah, thirty nine, Mark. So she's she's a personal trainer, like no shit, you should see her. And um she had met Mark, who's from Huntington Beach in California near LA, um, when he was actually living in panama and he owned like a he owned a hostel that's what it was he owned a hostel and she came and stayed there and they like fell madly in love hanging out and having a good time and that was over 10 years ago and then he went back he went back to america no 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 she went back to argentina because she was just visiting panama she went back to argentina where she's from called him one night and was like, you need to come and help me because I'm in rehab because I've had a ketamine addiction for like 10 years. Yeah. And he had no idea. Right. And she was like, she says, I used it constantly. I'd wake up at three o'clock in the morning and just go to the bathroom and get into a K-hole. Like just, it, it was crazy. And he had no idea. So he left Panama and he left that hostel that he owned and went down to Argentina and then helped her through it all she said he was the only person there when i was going through this kind of dark time and then the reason that they split up is she moved in with her parents and he went along and he says but you know eventually we just broke up because we didn't speak the same language and i'm sorry but if you're living in boca del toro and you own a what and you own a hostel you don't know any spanish that was my point i didn't understand that at all i mean he literally could he said hello and how are you that was it there was no basic spanish at all i cannot understand that i've been to boca del toro too actually oh, look look at kate Flexen. this is i re- i've never been to europe i've never there's a lot of places i haven't been but i've been to a lot of places in the caribbean actually so because i studied abroad in costa rica for four months i and always forget that you told me that so when I was in Costa Rica, I went all over that country to the coast all the time. And then I went to, we had two spring breaks. For one week, we went to Boca del Toro. And the other huh. week, we went to Nicaragua. 
Oh, wow. So I had weirdly had a connection to some of these places. So this place is so amazing, Boca Santa. Really? It's so beautiful. um, Did you fall in love when you were in the Caribbean? (laughs) No. Uh, No. I, oh, I thought there was I a had, pause there. I thought there was a little pause. There was a there was a short fling, tropical fling, and actually, wow. I did start dating a guy that was in my program. So he was from the states. Oh, and I dated what? him for a while. But damn it, I was hoping you were gonna you were gonna be somehow have some Caribbean love out there. There's still time. There's still time. There was a um, fling. <laughs> oh, nice! Really, you were living the real life version. Of yeah. this TLC show. It was Jeez. it was bringing me back for oh, real. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you're right, as you were saying, Mark. He owned a hostel for years, and there was just he had no no sense of Spanish. And then he went to go and live with her, like I say, after she came out of rehab. And um, they were together for six months, living in the the parents' house. And to go through that and to dedicate your you know that period in your life and give up a lot to go and help this woman. And he's like, the thing that tore us apart was just, I, I never understood what she was saying. What? Well, I think it was probably a lot to do with living with the family in yeah. perhaps small quarters. We don't know. But mm. I think maybe it just got to be a lot mm. right away. They hadn't known each other very long. That's my guess. It was more about that. And then the fact that he couldn't communicate with her family about everything. And yeah, and to yeah. be fair, Argentina. Argentini, I can't say it. Argentinians, Argentinians, Argentinians are completely wrong. Yeah, in my experience, a little more difficult to understand their okay. accent. Okay, um, and they talk a little faster. Like in Costa Rica, it was super easy to understand just really how they speak yeah hmm. so well um just everyone that's listening we will have an extra episode where we're just going to do a deep dive in kate's fling while she was <laughs> traveling abroad and oh. um so that uh look out for that on patreon all right so um we find out that um th- th- then Kay basically i think the way she said it is she goes oh i i saw a message um from mark and i was like oh fuck i remember mark and so i sent him a message so what's super romantic that i thought this was like the first time in nine years they'd spoken and he was coming back to panama to meet her because she'd moved from argentina to panama uh, permanently where he originally had his hostel and they were going to meet up again i thought that was really cute too she moved yeah. back there and was instantly reminded of what they had and yeah you know she's they're in their mid to late 30s she's like let's see if this guy's still single love it i loved it as too as well i thought it's like that long lost love that you meet again i was like oh that's so romantic then you see her in her apartment and when you know how a lot of people use the term free spirit and you're like shut up like Mm -hmm. you just bought like a live love life sign from target that doesn't mean you're a free spirit do you know what i mean like (laughs) but but, someone um, discovered palo santo (laughs) exactly um but um he like key i'm gonna pronounce it wrong but she really is i mean she just flies by the seat of her pants like she is someone that loves adventure you can tell like genuine adventure she'll pack a bag and she just moved to different countries and she loves living there and she's very much against america as well like, the interview is like so you know you would you go back with uh, mark and she's like no what's so great about what's so great about america so automatically i'm like 
Oh, here's the difference to 90 day. Okay, I see it coming in. I see what's coming on now. You just got a lot of people that... (laughs) a xenophobic towards america they just she goes, be her. she goes there's nothing special about america and then <laughs> she pauses what... she pauses and she goes well peanut butter that's it that's what she said that's what she said and i, was I like, cracked all right. Up. all right i like this this is different um <laughs> then you see her like on her balcony and she's talking to her friend and she's talking about how you know they're just <laughs> They're just laughing about the fact that she sleeps with a lot of different men and she doesn't want to be faithful. And they're kind of the friends like, well, does Mark know? And she's like, ha ha ha, I don't think so. Um, uh, So I was like, okay, that could be for some drama. Um, And then it kind of goes into, I mean, this was a whole season. I can't remember how many episodes it had. Once again, they're always 42 minutes. And I think there was like maybe, I think it was eight. Eight episodes, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So the progress of them really is, and why I have to scratch what I my first note when I said we have been sleeping on this, is because it was a bobo ninety day fiance. I don't think it should be under the umbrella for these for these reasons. The joy of seeing Darcy <laughs> leave New Jersey fly to amsterdam to meet a hitler's youth and when she's as she's going down in the escalator her fake louboutin shoe gets caught in the escalator (laughs) and she's giving herself a horse bath in the in the bathroom at the airport these (laughs) these are gems of reality stars and you see the desperation, the fear, the insanity of everyone involved in every single episode of 90 Day Fiancé. You see the rage. You see the alcoholism. I mean, it's a beautiful combination for reality TV. And yes. none of it works out. Very rarely. And even the ones that are still together, they're all disasters. Right. So, and there's always families that hate someone and there's fights. I mean, there's been everything you can imagine. And as I'm going through this love in paradise, the Caribbean, and they all kind of have the same thing, right? You're thinking, well, they're going over to see this person. There's going to be drama. There's going to be this. It actually ended up being ridiculously sensible. And I don't know if you felt like that. Apart from Ariana and Sherlon, that's Ariana, the one that was pregnant. Right. Everyone else, their kind of um, path was very, very boring. They didn't have half the drama that um, Darcy would bring to any, any episodes that she's ever been in. And it, it ended up being, like, sensible. Like, these couples, like, sat down at the end and were like, you know what, the distance is a lot. And I don't think that really we're going to be able to manage this, so we shouldn't rush into marriage. And you're like, oh, that's all completely sensible. I was like, wait, are they level-headed? Yeah, question mark. It just, none of it. And I went, this is why it wasn't successful. None of these people, like, for example, if we go through how kind of the the scope of everything, Ariana, who was pregnant with Sherlon, Sherlon is 10 years older than her. And yeah, he has no job, no money, um is doesn't and, and basically she's like let's go and get married and this poor girl i have so much empathy for her because you could see she was desperate for love she'd never yeah. really had a boyfriend before this was the first guy and now she's pregnant by him 
it was sad so they go over to jamaica and literally they greet each other just with like a side hug it was i know it was really awkward and the mother i mean she's very lucky she's a great (laughs) did you see the mom's shirt no how did i miss it what was it was it a jazzy thing well, they land in Jamaica. They go down to the beach to meet Sherlon. Mm-hmm. And the mom is just wearing this shirt that says, One Love, Jamaica. Oh. And uh, like she bought oh, no. it in the airport to meet Sherlon. No. That's like, oh, that God. Is brilliant. That's nearly as offensive as when the Real Housewives of Orange County went to Jamaica and they bought the wigs that had the dreads on them and wore them around Jamaica. It's oh, nearly God. on the level of that. No, I missed that t-shirt. I missed yeah. that. I'm glad you picked that up. Pretty great. Um, they do like a side hug. And then the whole kind of thing is just him, she, her going, we have to get married. And he's saying, I don't want to rush into marriage. I don't want to do this. So they go to a lawyer. The lawyer is basically like, you can just do another type of visa where you come in for a couple of months. You could be there for the birth of your child. And all of this is going on. And you see this 25-year-old, like six-month pregnant girl, Ariana, and I just want to I, I, I just want to say, just leave it. That's all I could feel like saying to her, just leave it. None of this is worth it. You're convincing yourself this is going to work. It's not going to. He, he's not involved. He has no money or cares to even get money to help you. Just go home with your family. You have a mum. you have siblings, and take care of it. It was really heartbreaking. She kept trying. She was probably the most delusional of the whole yeah. bunch yeah yeah but even with her and um the other one that i said you know amber that's fighting against herself i feel like both of them just knew whereas with 90 day fiance before the 90 days all of the or etc cetera, etc cetera, they are they're like delusional i mean yeah. they are yeah. really living in a fantasy world which makes great tv but you feel like these people were much more relatable of just like they just kind of wanted a relationship and she's pregnant now she has to figure it out right she but she didn't and i just wanted her to just go home that's all i kept thinking just go home and then the mother's talking to this sherlock guy and she's like listen you're the father of my grandchild you need to get your shit together and he's like oh we don't worry about anything here on the islands and you're like oh my god okay well (laughs) um child back in the midwest um yeah so really with them kind of what happened as i say they stretched a lot out i think i think the people that were involved in love and paradise the caribbean i think they they had their fingers crossed they knew the formula and they thought everything's going to slot into place like with 90 day and it just didn't like these people just didn't give them anything it was an experiment. It was a mm. science experiment, the volcano, and yep. it never erupted. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, it fizzled. And, and it was that. a shame. It, I really had high hopes. So eventually, you know, Ariana goes back, has the baby. And... Very early. It's a risky. Oh, pregnancy. I didn't watch that bit, but she said something about a blood transfusion. The child needed like. She, yeah, she had to get an emergency C-section oh. and she had her baby way early and the baby was only three pounds. Oh, really? Yeah, but he oh. ends up being fine. Yeah, he, he looked you know. gorgeous. Yeah, like, he, he was like so cute. Odin, so oh, cute. Very cute gorgeous. baby. But so what happened? Sherlock never came back, right? Never came to the States. So, okay, I have the updates. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. So, well, the, the, the very end, she... <laughs> <laughs> 
for the most useless information ever. <laughs> most so, important for this <laughs> podcast, Kate. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I won't downplay myself. Yeah. So they're having fa- to, so they're having two FaceTimes a day, her and the baby mm. back in the States. And he really does seem like excited about the baby and he mm. really wants to be there for the baby. So he says, uh, but he can't get the tourist visa i guess because of covid and so she's she's planning on taking the baby down there to visit so he can meet the baby and i went on instagram she's a micro influencer at this point and they seem to still be together but he's still he's still it's long distance he still lives down and uh his instagram is (laughs) full of photos of the baby and then you look at the captions and it's not oh my beautiful son it's hashtag 90 day fiance hashtag paradise (laughs) hashtag (laughs) hashtag love in paradise hashtag baby and is this a good point to actually plug our instagram because listen (laughs) good on you mate i mean you know what you're doing here and you are fulfilling the prophecy of most people that should be in a 90 day fiance cast um but just try a little bit harder just try a little bit harder with my baby boy just something would be nice something oh okay so and then yeah that's kind of them that's them mm. and then the tr- the kind of path of the other of the of daniel and amber so this is daniel 23 amber 30 she goes over there and she's just stressing all the time because obviously he then says the thing he wasn't honest about i was like come on there's gotta be something good you know if they say that in 90 day fiance before the 90 days 90 day pillow tour whatever or etc etc all those spin-offs it's always a good one like you know i'm, I haven't I'm been still honest. married yes. i actually have five kids yes like always good like I had, good. they were in jail you know there's something really good about to come out but this was just daniel saying um i quit my job and so she's crying she's like i'm paying for everything and it is gross like she's paying for all this paperwork which was thousands and she's doing and then he's like and i want to bring my mom and i want to bring my brother over and you're like oh god so it just that was kind of it though it really wasn't huge and then she's going back and forth about being super angry and then being fine with him and then he takes her on like a picnic at a waterfall and then (laughs) i don't know what happens at the end do they i didn't even i couldn't be bothered with them do they get they don't get engaged right well they do they're married now (gasps) they get engaged yeah they get engaged and they're they're currently married so is he in the states yeah he came up no way he moved moved from costa rica to the states and they look really happy on instagram anyway i know that's all fake anyway but well (laughs) you know you never know but they're putting on a very happy front yeah but they're smart they're gonna get a second season like it's gonna they're gonna get followed for a second season i mean look i'd know how to play this game if you've watched any of 90 day fiance you know how to get a second season on tlc there are some rules you have to play play by um that's interesting okay so once again like that's kind of boring there was no big revelations was nothing going on Stephen and martine this was really disappointing i was hoping this was going to blow up into something and nothing Stephen actually had money and actually treated martine to like a, a nice resort to stay in when she went over there she kind of kept going back and forth about you know you cheated on me how can i trust you again and then did you see the fake scene that they had that waitress do 
Oh, that was typical TLC. This is so classic TLC. So they're sitting at dinner. It's the first night that she's back in Barbados. And Mm -hmm. so his whole thing is he's a cool party guy. He's a DJ. Everyone knows him Uh type of thing. And she's the jealous girlfriend. (laughs) Because he cheated on me. and, and And... their waitress comes over and she just kind of walks over straight to him and she goes you're the guy that was at the party last week and he goes yeah I'm that guy and she just goes I love you and wipes her hand down his arm and walks away I mean look I'm not gonna go as as far as to say she was a PA but she learned from the best of PAs she's putting this in her acting reel and then she comes back and she's like how were the drinks and then she looks right at him and he's like oh good and she goes I made it special for you it was so it's just there was it as i say it's like a bobo 90 day it's like even with our 90 days we get those set up scenes but there's a little bit more grace with it (laughs) if grace and 90 day fiance go hand in hand yeah this is just the they were just trying so hard it just didn't it couldn't get there it was always like in a you know if someone you know when you see like two really really good looking parents and they have a kid and the kid isn't good looking mm-hmm. and there's just something off like there's yeah. one chromosome or one something one gene that just didn't fit and it, they're like a terrible version of two beauties and love in paradise was the ugly child of 90 day fiance it's beautiful parents yeah it was it was it's 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 the junior varsity version of 90 day if i understood that american term i would agree don't know what that is all right but um okay so moving on um we have um that so that was kind of it and then so they discussed the update oh yeah. yeah so they discussed it and they actually once again came to a really rational conclusion of we should try and get to know each other before getting engaged sensible well, I, because and with the way he phrases it to her, too, I thought she was going to get upset because he's telling her, well, I bought an engagement ring because her whole thing is like, I'm either leaving here with an engagement ring or we're done. <laughs> right. And so at the one of their last scenes, he's like, I bought an engagement ring, but I'm not going to give it to you because I don't think we're ready. <laughs> and I was like, oh she's gonna be pissed sure but sure. she just turns to him and she goes you know what i think you're right about that we're not quite ready oh for god's sake like, you what see, is this? no you have to learn from Doss. when darcy was with her second it, boy second long distance love tom the english guy that could only take, take selfies at a certain angle that was a complete knob end by the way yes um he, she thought she was getting she thought she was getting an engagement ring the entire time and of course he hands her a box and it just has a key in it so she loses her shit and that's what we're supposed to get that's the that's the reaction that we're supposed I want, to get i wanted to see her push him off a boat or oh, something you know fantastic. i wanted to see her like throw the drink at the waitress but no it was just completely sensible so what happened um uh after that like what's their conclusion are they friends are they no they post each other all the time and according to in touch weekly they're married so they're married 
Yeah. 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 They got married in Florida, but they live and they live in Miami. See, boring. I don't I don't want to sit like he, Yeah. Was there any scandal? Did you no. get anything from in- No. In Touch In Touch Weekly just had a very lovely article about all the happy couples Bo- from the show. Rick. I couldn't believe boring. it. I know. That's really annoying. And then the last couple, Kay at the personal trainer and Mark from California, they're kind of just as boring. They have a ton of sex and they kind of go out and he's just, I mean, he is in love with this woman. And she's, ve- you understand, she's one of these very magnetic people. She is she's, cool. She's, yeah. She's she one just, of these like hot, hot, muscly, tan women with like mm-hmm. her hair is kind of scraggly but it looks good and yeah. she just has a closet full of tank tops that she throws yeah. on sure, sure sure yeah just easy breeze mm-hmm. she's just easy breeze with life and and she doesn't care she's just like i want to have sex with a load of different men and i love life and i want to have fun with it and i don't want to be tied down and this mark is just oh he's so in love with her it's kind of it i mean it you think if it did work out how romantic but it never was going to and he still by the way refuses to learn spanish she's like she is it always puts me as in as i i i am not fluent in any other language i speak little bits of this and that but i'm no way fluent in other languages and it's so embarrassing that's one thing when you watch 90 day fiance these people from everywhere apart from england and america they they do everything to learn the English language and they are outstanding. And we're like, hola, come estas? I mean, it's just awful. There's it's a guy so There's a guy on Before the 90 Days and he keeps saying muy... And he can't even say muy bien or something. He's like, mucho bien. Like the easiest phrases he can't it's get. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. And then... Um, Sorry, I have a little bit of ice in my mouth from my mezcal margarita. I want um, one so bad. I'm so jealous. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so they are, um, what were you saying about that? Yeah, so, sorry, <laughs> crunching my ice on a, over a mic on a podcast. Um, <laughs> I just swallowed it. Apologies, listeners. Apologies. So she's telling him she doesn't want to move to California. She loves yeah. her life there. She yeah. likes, she doesn't want to. She's she's non she's non monogamous and mm-hmm. she, you know that's her thing and that's the thing she she was completely honest with them they sat down they had an adult relationship an adult conversation about their relationship mm-hmm. and everything ended okay and he says and he was you know he said it's very sad I'm in love with someone that doesn't love me and that was sad but it was they were all nice and by the way I didn't see anyone wasted drunk on any of these episodes did you. No, what a dis- what a disappointment. They did have some gross sex sounds when when Mark mm, the first day that Mark true. got to K's, they go and take that's a true. shower together and there's all this audio of Mark moaning. Ugh. I was like, that's Bleh. true. That's true. There was a little bit of that there was, but I mean, I just it was uh, for everything from my first line I scratched it out Kate I scratched it out on my <laughs> notepad because it's not true we weren't we weren't sleeping on this we rightfully ignored this it didn't have mm-hmm. it didn't pack the punch I'm still gonna say I hold out hope that maybe TLC I mean I'm sure all the producers are listening to this podcast um I think that what they can do they can redeem themselves but they have to learn their lessons they cannot do a season two with these type of people they need to find 
a Jesse. They need to find a Das. They need to find all an Angela. Larissa, yeah. They need to find those people. If they mm-hmm. don't, they can't come back for season two. Is it going to be a season two? Do you know? I haven't heard. I don't think it's yeah. been announced. See, it's just yeah. it's not great. But then get this Instagram. Yeah. I went on their Instagram, mm. and Kay seems to live in the states now. All of what? her all of her most recent posts are tagged in Miami, and then in late 2021, she has a bunch of posts tagged in California. There, her and Mark went to Big Bear in like November or something. That's sweet. Well, maybe that. And then on Mark's, and then on Mark's Instagram, he doesn't post as much as her, but he has a post where he's from late last year, where he's promoting her as a personal trainer because she trained him, and he got really tightened up with his. So it looks like she's permanently in the states, according to the internet. Yes. What about your sources? Has ScreenRant.com said anything? I mean, have you got any of these reputable sources that have mentioned anything about Kay and Mark? I mean, that's what Screen Rant said. Well, Screen Rant gave me their Instagrams. Oh, God. I, sorry, I, I actually was Screen Rant. Okay. Well, it really was. It really was. <laughs> and then In Touch gave me the updates on whether they're still together. That's really... Sub- okay. And then I also I mean, went to Instagram and looked at all their pages and crept on them. See the work you do? Do you do you see I mean listeners do you really acknowledge the work if that anyone does for this body? is like wants to know oh, something about a guy they're about to date call me yeah. <laughs> outstanding so I mean that was pretty much it so the, I mean my conclusion on it is pretty pretty obvious I just I thought it could have been something so good we could have put this under the umbrella tucked it under the umbrella of 90 day it could have been a shining shooting star like 90 day fiance but the formula was messed up they put like a dash in the wrong box like something was just off off with this they were they picked people that were sensible and it was boring so for me i gave i mean i i appreciate i heard a lot of fucks and i heard a lot of and i saw a lot of nipples so i gave it for that I gave it 278 pounds of learning. Okay. Um, and I also, including that, I did learn that people on reality dating shows can show some sanity. Should they? No. No. But <laughs> on this, they did. So, oh, I didn't even say, Kate, do you want to say how we rate each show? Right. So after we talk about each show, we rate it on a scale of zero to 600 so that we can be as specific as we want. Mm. And that number is based on 600 pound life. One of the most popular shows on the network. Right. So what did you give it? What was your conclusion on that? I gave it 305. I think it, it, (laughs) 305. It got, it got extra points because it, brought a lot of great memories back because i have visited these places Mm. and so getting to see all the footage of these countries was really fun for me because i haven't traveled in so long so i liked that aspect of it okay and uh just to remind everyone again kate's love story from her love in the caribbean will be on patreon soon i'll tell you how that ended off mike (laughs) i want to know or to anyone who wants to pay me to say it to them (laughs) yes yes patreon everyone patreon (laughs) all right so that was that that was the show so disappointed tlc but look i'm still giving you a little bit of hope we can bring this back season two 
get the casting agent from 90 day who is has got to be a multi-millionaire by now and if they're not they should be whoever cast 90 day fiance the original first season genius get that casting agent get new people and try and bring this back to life um we've watched worse i mean it was no say yes to the dress kate please not to bring that up sorry can you Look, it was a really hard rage week for me that week. I don't want to discuss it again. I want okay. to put it in the past. Okay, no. Along with a baby story. Like, all of those oh. episodes have to go away, okay? Dark times. Yeah, okay. Okay, <gasps> sorry about that. I won't do that okay. again. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, hello. It's Pauline again. And I am slotting in here between two very important points being made to hawk some of my merch. Hooray! Okay, this will only take a minute. You are obviously a fan of the absurd if you're listening to this. So I'm sure you have a small place in your heart for the gloriously absurd Real Housewives franchise on Bravo. I've created a line of the snarkiest notebooks you will find based on the Real Housewives of New York. They are available on Etsy. Link to my store is in the show notes. Okay, I finish hawking back to the show. Okay. Right, let's move on to this bizarro town second show that we got. So as I yeah. said, you know, we got we got two that we'd never seen. This one, second one is my kids' obsession. And TLC describes it as five kids show off their unique and unusual collections that they've spent years gathering, including the world's large <laughs> Including the world's largest collection of fishing lures, an unusual set of vacuums, and one kid's fascination with fans. All right. <laughs> so, here we, here we go. The, I will let you take the lead on this, Kate, but I just do, do want to add this was luckily only a one hour special. It was not like a season. I mean, even even TLC couldn't make this into a season. It was like a one-hour episode. I'm right in saying that, yeah? I almost got the impression that there were more of them, but they only oh, have gosh. this one available to view at this point. This is the only one out there. Can't. But I could be wrong. But this is the only one you can find, This what we yeah. watched. So, okay, four kids. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. four kids and let's just go through them so we start okay. off with reese and oh. reese <laughs> reese is from mm. north fond du lac wisconsin wisconsin this is this is time for to do your um accent work by the way kate all right i'll do my best thank you and his obsession is with fans, all kinds of fans. And he has 200, over 200 of them. He has pedestal fans, table fans, tower fans, box, hassock, ceiling fans, anything you can imagine. Antiques, brand new ones. And he loves it. He loves them. Uh, I want to ask one question. His, okay. They obviously interview the parents for this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. His parent, his father was Bill Gates, right? The guy that was his dad was yeah. Bill Gates. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were in Wisconsin, Bill. How's it going? Laying low. He was laying low, but he decided to make an appearance on a TLC show. This guy was Bill Gates' image. And yeah. for me, 
and we'll go on to the rest of them every single parent looked the same and they looked the same in the sense of i couldn't really see their face and this is what i'm going to talk to to you about with their faces i've used the phrase functional face yes from my darling friend um in in england Mm -hmm. um all of these parents like there's sometimes people's Apart from Bill Gates, obviously I could recognize that that was Bill Gates living in Wisconsin. But the rest of these people, I couldn't tell features. It was just white, beige imagery. That I, everything was beige, everything made me sad, and everyone looked the same. Am I wrong? No, you're right. They're, they're all that person from high school that you can't remember their name. That's all the parents. The person from high school who got straight A's but never spoke a word. It just, I I couldn't, I was like, I couldn't fathom it. And Reese, what I loved about, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to say about this show because I just, I want to focus a lot. I mean, Kate goes in with the characters and the people and who they, I want to focus on the crew. Okay. So you've got your debut as a producer. Like, I'm finally into producing. I've got all this cameraman that's like, you know what? I was an assistant. I finally got my first, you know, gig as like first assistant or whatever it was on camera. And he's telling all of his mates, oh, what is it for? It's a TLC show. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, that's great. You've got your first gig. Yep. What's it for? Well, it's about a load of kids that are obsessed with weird things. Um, oh, okay. That might be all right. And then we go to Reese, um, who's obsessed with fans, as Kate said. The first shot, one of the first shots, is him sitting in a tree on a tree branch holding a fan with, like, Tim Burton music in the background. <laughs> I thought I was watching Beetlejuice, which is one of my favorite films. But it was like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Who is running the show here? And who is watching this? I... I I don't understand any of it. The shots that they made these kids do <laughs> were killing me. I was taking it, video of it for our TikTok. It was. Oh, should we plug our TikTok? No, we'll do that at the end. Okay. <laughs> it was brutal. Get up. And you can just imagine some fucking pissed off crew member that's like, this is the fucking job I have to do to pay my mortgage this month. All right. Can you just get up the tree? Well, I don't know if I want it. Just get up the tree, bring a fan up, sit there. We'll play some quirky music. Bill Gates, get back in the house. Let's just have focus on the kid. Hug it. (sighs) Hug it like a teddy bear. It was bizarro. So this started from age two, he says. Now he's 11. And something else I noticed about all these kids is they all have a white whale, so to speak. They're all after a certain type of their obsession. So his white whale is the Mm. Galaxy by Lasco. It's a box fan that he had. It was his first box fan and it broke and his dad threw it out and he never forgave his dad. So he he never forgave (laughs) Bill Gates (laughs) and he searches for hours online every day trying to find one. Can't find one. Um, just going to interject there. Yeah. Uh, neither Kate or I have children. Nope. But that obviously means that when you don't have children, you are the authority on telling people how to parent. I would just like that to be really clear. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we are. Um, if my child 
spent the majority of his day on the internet searching for a box fan. I think I'd take pause. Um, I think I'd take pause. And you know what I wouldn't do, Kate? I wouldn't allow a load of um, cameramen to come in and film it and put it on national TV. But Bill Gates doesn't give a fuck, apparently. Unclear who this show is for. Extremely Thank unclear. Thank you. Do we want to talk about the audience? Who? Look, I, I understand no. that, you know, CIS or NCIS or NCIS New York or NCIS Miami or et cetera, et cetera, are the like number one shows in America. I don't know a single person that has ever watched an episode, but no. they are the number one shows in America. So I understand there is a community of people that watch shows that I don't watch and nobody I know watches. But this, I, I we want to get into the room when someone pitches this idea. If mm-hmm. you could be, and by the way, guys, we're only on episode seven here. We have a, a total of 113 shows and growing, and some of them are a hell of a lot worse than this. So for this to get pitched, I, I just don't... I, I just don't understand. I don't understand a thing about it. I don't understand how this was made. I don't... I feel a lot of empathy for the crew that must have been drunk the entire time to get through it. Um, The parents, Bill Gates, I'm looking at you, that just was okay with this being filmed. It's strange. It's very strange. I don't know who... I don't know if other parents watched it and they have kids that are obsessed with stuff like this and they related (sighs) to it. I'm like, maybe... I'm like, do the kids think it's cool they were on TV? I mean, anyway. So, uh, the fans are taking over the home. That's the other thing. <laughs> That's the other thing. All of these hobbies are taking over the house that these people live in, which is, oh, I would never, I would never I mean, And with let Bill this Gates' happen. money as well, you can imagine how big the house is. <laughs> no these are all modest ranch houses in the midwest okay and they just have fans lining the whole house he has shelving installed in his room with the fans he likes to surround himself with the fans he this was the most strange part i thought he likes to lick the fans and his parents i'm sorry okay i just i just want to i want to just stop for a second because as we're all made acutely aware if you've been listening to any of these episodes of uh, tender love and care question mark i skim i mean i skim a lot of these shows unless they're gonna be like a das a stace a man with an 80 pound groin jotty like those are the ones i'm gonna study as if it was if they were my finals but i skim a lot i did not see about i did not know about the licking what do you mean licking like to get his tongue cut by them because if you look at what do you mean like what do you mean lick them i'll tell you he he has a fan on it's not going super fast and it has really big it's a really wide sort of uh what do you even call that yeah what do you uh <laughs> Kate is just anyone Kate is just moving her hand right now like a clock this is, well this is a podcast so that's not gonna help <laughs> uh, um, I, it's it, yeah I don't know sticky outy things sticky and outy thing. uh it's it's kind of moving around a little bit slower and he's they do this big shot of him leaning in 
sticking his tongue out and and the letting the fan graze it as it goes by. All right. All right. And his parents just say, oh, yeah, you know, it makes him happy. So we let him do it. We just tell him to be careful. And I'm like, um, you know what made Ted Bundy happy when he was a child? Uh, Wetting the bed, setting stuff on fire and killing stuff. But you know what? That that didn't end up too well for him. And I don't think we should encourage any of these kids to do what they think they should be doing, because clearly there is a lot of unhinged behavior yeah there's there's a lot of moments in this special where you just want to shake the parents and say are you in there are you a parent nothing who's running this household you know what i would love to have seen i would love to have seen a behind the scenes of this guy (laughs) this is what i imagine this guy or girl right that's the cameraman or camerawoman on this scene and they're like okay so we've set up the scene we're going to film him now licking a fan and she or he is sat there going I am in $80,000 worth of debt from film school and I'm sat here filming for TLC a kid licking a fan. In the basement of a small town in Wisconsin. <laughs> you've, you've, and I'm, I'm filming an 11-year-old lick a fan and gain pleasure from it. But don't give up on your dreams, everyone. If you want to go to film school, theater school, go for it. But just be warned you're either gonna end up like that or you're gonna end up like kate and i making a podcast about people about people. Di- <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're gonna go Ooh. Ooh. so okay so that's reese uh his brother logan is very annoyed that the fans are taking over the house um I re- stops. He likes to stop the fans with his tongue. I wrote dot dot dot. This doesn't bode well. No. Oh God. Okay. Just... He. But but he is he is smart. He makes his own air hockey table using fans and a big cardboard box. So some of these kids they would come up with smart things, and I'm like, okay, they're smart. Uh, and so the big finale of this of his segment is they drive six hours to the only fan museum in the country to because he has been invited to lend three of his favorite fans from his collection to this museum this museum they show up he meets the future him who runs this museum of fans (laughs) and they get on you know like yeah he's in a pod of, oh yeah and he's so excited he has someone to talk fans with he's walking around he's like oh that's the lasco 2000 oh that's oh that's from 1970 have you seen that they're doing a remake of that have you seen those is, like is this real i mean or is this set up like there's actually a fan museum no there's actually i mean there's actually a museum of fans and they have they have fans from the 1800s on i mean it's historical <sighs> It's antiques, basically. And this guy who owns the museum found his white whale. The ki- He found Reese's <gasps> white whale. He found the galaxy by Lasco from no. that specific year. No. He got it online and overnighted it to the museum so he could give it to the kid. Did the kid piss himself? Oh, he was <laughs> tickled pink. He was so happy about it. He was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because to be honest, he was mere months away from killing his father in his sleep because that father got rid of that fan 
I mean, it was really slicing. Heavy he's gonna yeah. get one of those old metal fans and <laughs> yeah, slice his slice neck with up. it, and then lick it all. Yeah, it was really heading that way. Yeah. So it's the conclusion for Reese, fan huh. kid. That's it. That's, huh. that's what they said on the plaque. Is his fans were right in the beginning of the museum in the entryway, and then it said, "Reese Umbreet, fan kid, the fan kid." So that's Reese. How are you doing, Reese? All right, moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Now this one. Which one are you going to? Which one are you going to? Should I go to the bad one? The gross one? They're all, all, oh. The gross one. Go with what you want to. No, go with what you want to. I feel like you I'm just going in order. I'm just going in order order. of the show that I watch. Go in order. So the next kid that they show is Shelby. Okay. Shelby is nine years old. She lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and she collects cockroaches, live cockroaches. She breeds them, actually. And in her bedroom has thousands of cockroaches in big plastic bins. Okay. I'm going to let that sit there for a second for all of our listeners. Um... A lot of things to say about this. We're going to go to the parents. We're going to go to the parents straight away. These parents, dead in the head. Once again, there were no features. I couldn't see them. I just saw a a white mass with dark hair for for the mother. And the father was just bulging eyes that basically threatened me. Every single word this man said as a father was a threat. Even discussing Shelby, I thought, he is threatening everyone. He was terrifying. There was a darkness behind the eyes of this father that I thought he hated his wife. Hated his wife. You could tell instantly. They hadn't had sex in at least fifteen years. I would say. Well, hang on. The kids nine. Well, nine. They hadn't, <laughs> they hadn't had sex. They had not had sex yeah. in nine years for sure. And he was looking into this camera with such hate and regret and poison that I thought he terrifies me to my core. I can't see him. I could just see the eyes, but from what he's saying, I'm terrified. He had dark circles under his eyes and these sort of buggy, steep Buscemi eyes and like yeah, he, he just... has a basement. He definitely has a basement. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Yep, stuff going on there. And the parents are telling the producers that they do not like this. Yep, but they're like, well, you know, it's her passion. I'm like, she she can find another There's other stuff. So stuff. how this all started is. She was a toddler, basically, and they went on some trip, and she saw the roaches. She was drawn to them. So she had, she only had female roaches at first, and she mm-hmm. had a handful of them in a container, in an environment, mm-hmm. in her room. And then when she's, a couple years later, she's five, she goes on a field trip, and they give her male ones. Yep. Brings them home, breeds them. They breed very quickly now she has thousands of and all different kinds hissing ones and she's uh, got them way, crawling I... oh my god oh, i forgot how this no. segment started yeah go ahead so they did the same 
the segment with Reese with the fan in the tree, right? That was his big <laughs> weird thing. The thing with Shelby is they do they set it up like it's a horror movie and she's standing over her twin bed and she slowly reaches and pulls the covers back and their bed is crawling in roaches and she screams. That was uh, $80,000 worth of debt in student loans from whoever created that. Congratulations. And they're crawling all over her, and then it just cuts to her being like, I'm Shelby, and I love roaches. It's like, what? And then... <laughs> this, I, want, I was literally gagging this whole time. I hate roaches. And so... Her mom is like, yeah, at one point she kept getting sick, and so we were trying to figure out what it was, and so we were like, oh, maybe we should take the big bin of roaches out of her room. And Shelby goes, yeah, but then when they took the roaches out, I kept getting nightmares, and the nightmares wouldn't stop until they brought the roaches back. Yeah, let's talk about that. So the child is getting ill, and it's obviously some... I mean, as we have discussed in previous podcasts, I'm basically a lawyer, uh, detective, and I would say doctor. I mean, there hasn't been any training in any of these areas, but, you know, when it's natural, it's natural, Kate. Yeah. And I'm, a, de- I'm a dermatologist. You are a dermatologist, as right. we know. Right. Um, and I think that there was some airborne illness from having... And when Kate says thousands, by the way, she's not... That's not hyperbole. Like, she's not no. exaggerating. It's true. There are thousands of roaches that she's con- she's contained in these bins in this little girl's bedroom. These bins are like six foot by three foot plastic bins that are piled with roaches. Okay. And, you know, this... Well, I'll get on to my animal cruelty in this because I do think this is serious. But she, so she takes as kate says she's ill this little girl's ill and it's like yeah no shit she's ill because these roaches are eating at this stuff and their excrement and all of that's in the air that this little girl is sleeping next to every single night and then the girl's like no i get i get nightmares and she's like i need to bring the roaches back and it's like an m night Shyamalan. it's starting film they bring the roaches back and she's looking at the camera and she's like and she has the same Steve Buscemi eyes that the father does. And she just says, I don't get nightmares anymore. The cockroaches are my dream, dream catchers. catchers. My dream And catchers. I think at that point, someone should have been called. Some kind of authority should have been called to say, we really need to see what's going on in this household. We have the dad that has a basement. We have the kid that's sleeping with roaches and a mother that really isn't there anymore. So when you combine all of that, Kate, I don't think it bodes well. I just don't think it bodes well for the future. It was haunting. And then she has some friends over. They In a lot of these segments, they bring the friends in to get their opinion, you know. And they do a roach fashion show. So they're cutting out these little outfits of felt and putting them on the roaches and shining a flashlight on them. It's a fashion like legit. show. Legit. Like Kate's not, once again, she's not, everyone's going to think, oh, you're exaggerating. They no. had stuff that they put on these roaches and had them in the living room going up and down. And this is when I was like, enough. 
Like, this is when I am calling Peter. Like, I this is gross. These animals should not be inside, first of all, for health reasons. Second of all, don't keep animals in cages at all, ever. I could have a whole other podcast, which will be available uh, on Patreon, <laughs> um, where I can go on about the treatment of animals. Don't put them in these cages. Don't put them in boxes. Even roaches, I don't care. Don't put them in these massive containers. And then have the stick stuff with glue or however they did it onto these bodies. And then, Kate, do you want to tell me um, what happened when they uh, got a cannon involved with the roaches? Okay, before we get to the circus, (sighs) I just want to shout out Emily, who was the only real one in this whole whole segment (laughs) because they they interview her one friend and her her one friend's like yeah it's pretty cool and then they go to emily and emily's by herself and she's like yeah i think it's pretty weird Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was like yes emily well done well done thank you emily Mm -hmm. so okay her her big finale thing so the other kid had the museum hers is to go to a muse uh also a museum to teach some other little kids oh, it was about a children's roaches. museum that's yeah. what it was it was a children's yeah. museum yeah and she's doing it by creating a roach circus so there's a ferris wheel she puts all the roaches in this little Disgusting. cardboard ferris wheel she created and then there's a tightrope so she has she makes one of the roaches uh crawl his little legs along this little string Ooh. and then they have they created a cannon a cannon literally a cannon it was a paper cannon that you would have like this confetti shit come out of mhm they shove a roach down there and then they have they created this cardboard okay. quote unquote ring of fire okay it's like made of construction okay. paper and then they have a net at the in the back behind that and they launch this roach through, and they do it in slow motion like it's a movie. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> they launch this roach through the ring of fire. It lands, and she goes, <gasps> and she's still alive. And okay, then the kids enough. cheer. Once again, I I was disgusted by this. It was, that is not how you, that, that it's animal cruelty that they put on TLC. I, I thought it was disgusting. I hated it. I, listen, everyone by now uh, that listens to the podcast should know I've, I've stated before my three fears. They are heights, men with long fingernails, and rats and mice. Rats and mice terrify me. There is no if ands, ands. They I literally, I want to vomit when I see them. I'm so scared. However, do not, I would do anything I could to protect those from being um tested upon um from using medical experiments to being killed i will protect them as much as i would protect a cat and a dog and i will protect a roach and what they did on this is disgusting i just hated it i have to i have to say that kate i hated it i thought it was disgusting i just hated it because i think they're gross (laughs) (laughs) i want to puke my diatribe (laughs) <laughs> to be completely it honest, was, it, I don't really care about the roaches' lives. <laughs> can you you know that Peter or we should do a call out? Can you imagine Peter would have gone? You don't put an, 
Uh, it was so bizarre. I mean, you know, I would you know kill you. a roach, and even I was like, no, this I, se- I was like, I've this seems like a lot with the cannon. I'm like, it was, That's- yeah, it was. But you know, he was front and center. I wasn't a little girl. Do you see the dad? Mm. Dad's mm. used to. Dad's used to a lot of. Um, I'm going to use the word experimentation. While while Something. his wife's asleep upstairs. That's. I'm just going to leave it at that. Just going to leave it at that. And I'm also going to say basement okay moving on all right then we have logan from sibley iowa I'm so, okay wait wait from where kate sibley iowa <gasps> I, pauline pauline sibley sibley iowa is 40 minutes away from my hometown 35 you, miles. i was gonna ask you because of course like as we say um kate and i always t- we never discussed this beforehand, any of the shows. We always say hashtag save it for the party. And um, I saw this guy come up from Iowa and I was like, I want, there's no way this, you know, Iowa's a big set. There's not going to be anywhere near Kate. Really? We played Sibley in sports. Yeah, this is, I've Kate? been through Sibley many times. Yeah. I was shocked when it came up. I was like, what? I love it. This is so talk, random. Talk to us about Logan because I have some stuff to say about Sibley. I didn't know that was the name. I'm going to write that down. Sibley. Sibley. Logan is 13 years old. He says vacuum cleaners aren't, they don't take over his life. They are his life. He has 109 in his collection. Okay. And his white whale is the Kirby Sanatronic 50. So this was my favorite one, I have to say. If I was not gonna that you're pick, biased if because I, <laughs> of Iowa. Not because of that, but because if my kid was going to be obsessed with any of these four things, true, true. cleaning the floor. I know, I know. It was, it was, it was, that was really nice. He, we have a shot, like it starts with him and he's just aggressively like vacuuming the living room and this poor sister's like, I just want to play the piano. Kill me now, she's, yeah. She's like, I can't ever hear anything. Because it's just the sound of the vacuums. And you know it's gonna... She's gonna end up somewhere where she has to repeat continuously, I just wake up to the sound of the vacuums. I just wake up to the sound of the vacuums. It's not gonna be good for her, so I'm sorry to Logan's sister, whoever she is, but... And you see him, and you see him vacuuming, and you're right, Kate, of any of these, perfect. And he's he's 13, and he's doing this. Then the shot, you know, we had the shot mm-hmm. of obviously the roaches in the bed and climbing on uh, that girl, Shelby. And then we had Reese sitting in a tree, just on a tree branch with a big fan in his arms with the Tim Burton music. <laughs> and then Logan's was. Now I have, to, I have to set the scene for everyone. I've been to Iowa. Beautiful, gorgeous, love it, what I've seen. Um, I haven't been to, what's this place called? Sibley? Sibley, Sibley. okay. Um... So there is a scene and it's him. The voiceover is Logan, the little boy saying, um, I love my vacuum cleaners so much. I take them places to go and vacuum elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of spliced with his mother who you see is doing someone's hair. She's a hairdresser, but it looked, the woman that she's doing looks like it's, I didn't know whether it was a mannequin or not. Cause she never moved, but it was an actual woman. She's cutting her hair. It goes back to Logan He's on a regular bicycle with a long vacuum cleaner that nobody's seen since probably circa 1972. 
And in the background, there is all I could see. Where you just you have the shot of him cycling down this concrete road. Mm -hmm. In the background is a power plant, and all I heard was all I saw was a Stephen King movie. It was as though there was a narrator just about to come up and say, "Their childhood was a simple one, full of bike rides and hazy summer days." It was Mm -hmm. something like that this guy's on this on this bike with the vacuum cleaner then it gets then it has even to emphasize the stephen king movie um has a shot of him going to his mother's hairdressers and it's a 1950s hairdresser there is like there's like um wooden um uh siding on the walls inside the 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 signage outside was just like a 1950s emblem I was like, what is this place? Let me tell you, Pauline, Northwest Iowa is, we're a simple folk, okay? We don't update anything until it absolutely needs to be updated. And it's in the past. It's, it's, you're stepping back in time. Which I love and I appreciate greatly. But I really thought I was watching an adaptation of a Stephen King film when he was... A <laughs> it, was King very, it was a very was cinematic a shot. Yeah, it, it was. Just him cycling and holding on to this. And I thought, but you know what, Kate? That's where the $80,000 in student debt comes into play. Like, that's the training that TLC... The, yeah. TLC cameramen get. You know, They're flexing a little bit, yeah. They are. They knew what they were doing. They were like, we've had enough. We've been through cockroaches. We've been through some weird kid that cuts his tongue off with fans. I want to make this my shot. Let's get a dope-ass shot of a small-town yep. kid riding his bike with a vacuum strapped to it. Exactly. So, yeah, he vacuums his home. He wakes up, vacuums, vacuums the whole entire house, Goes to his mom's salon, vacuums her salon. He, his dad is a firefighter, so he goes on down there and vacuums the whole fire station. His dad goes, "Oh yeah, we have the we have the cleanest fire trucks in Northwest Iowa." And Not I was like, "Because you that know, the whole so world weird. is just Iowa, so he has yeah. to specify Northeast, <laughs> Northwest Iowa." I mean, it was really weird watching this, living so close hey. to this. But I kn- all these people, I'm like, I know all really? these you types knew them. of people. You knew these characters? Yeah, so. yeah, I knew them. So, I don't know. I, I was like, this is a useful hobby. I'm like, he needs to go over to Shelby's and, like, vacuum up some of these. <laughs> vacuum up these fucking cockroaches. <laughs> vacuum up some of the roaches no, that's for a the mom. Sh- that's a TLC spinoff. <laughs> Let's have all the kids together. There's the kid with the, his tongue in a fan. There's someone vacuuming off cockroaches. There's um, Bill Gates coming in. Mm-hmm. You've got Tim Burton music. You've got the guy with the basement. It would be brilliant. Shelby's, Shelby's screaming. Yeah, it would be great. Oh. Or, or very <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> so then... He starts a vacuum repair business because people hear about him. It's a very small town, okay? This yeah, this said, town yeah. is probably a couple thousand people, a few thousand, <gasps> you know, it's probably like 3,000 people. Let me, let me just double yeah, check. Look it but... up because I would, because I'm not kidding when I say I looked at the, the exterior shot of the hairdressers and I just thought, it really once again this is an adaptation like i was like if i switched onto lifetime if i switched onto some channel where it's like we have been thrown back in time 
it was like small small town america which i trust me i'm kind of obsessed with because i grew up watching movies where you have this small town america and everyone knows each other and they're all tiny you have one street one high street it's the perfect setting for something like that because small towns have a very seedy underbelly because everyone in a small town wants to believe that it is completely idyllic and they're telling themselves that like that's why i live here because nothing bad ever happens here but bad things do happen in small towns. It just gets swept under the rug and we pretend it didn't happen. So there's a reason why these creepy stories happen in these small towns because that's, that's the attitude. That's going to be a spinoff from uh, Tender Love and Care question mark swept under the rug. A podcast under- coming to you soon about <laughs> crimes in small town America. <laughs> oh, yes, Kate. Let's get on it. Population. I was right. 2,800 people. Okay. 20. Small town wow so everyone knows each other they're like okay this kid loves vacuums so the neighbors are bringing over their vacuums like here have mine and should mention (laughs) vacuums are taken over their home just like the fans lining every (sighs) single room their kitchen the kitchen counter the island is actually a giant display case where he keeps his most prized vacuum that he shines I'm, every okay, day. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there. I I think parents there should be some parental responsibility here. Here's yeah. the deal. Do you wanna get your kid beaten up at school every day? Or do you wanna kind of allow them to have a semblance of a normal life? Because you can encourage hobbies that may be a little bit odd, a little bit out of the norm, but don't encourage it to the level of altering your home for this child but mm-hmm. once again it's like these small towns where their parents are just my entire life is my child nothing's my wrong life is my child. yeah nothing's my wrong life is my child they have no personality yeah we're, we're normal over here yeah 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 so he but he he makes it a business and he's he's making money charging Fair he's, he's fixing people he has a repair business for these vacuums he uses glitter to test them out glitter is the hardest thing to get out of carpet yes and uh he i think there's gonna be a lot of glitter in his home in the future but um probably anyway, moving probably, on um he has a vacuum themed birthday party for his 14th birthday party and i wanted uh, do you want do you want me to tell you this will be under patreon as well i'll tell you what i was doing at 14 years old and it wasn't having birthday parties with vacuum cleaners let's just say that (laughs) bit bit more risque and that will be available on patreon coming to you soon (laughs) (laughs) so it's nice you know they throw a great party for him they have uh, they play this game where they're the kids. Okay, I don't even want you to go on. You know, at this point, I'm just, I'm depressed, right? <laughs> and I just think of him. I, I don't. You've mentioned small town. You've mentioned 14 year old as vacuum cleaners at his birthday party. I just. I don't. What's know. the game? What's the game, Kate? Just tell me the game. Okay. What's the game? Okay. Thank you. They're laying, it's six kids. They're laying facing each other, three on a team. They each have a vacuum cleaner that has a detachable hose 
thing and they're pointing them at each other and then they have like a ping pong ball or some light ball in the middle and they have to get it across the other person's line so they're like blowing the thing and they're having the best of times and then his mom unsheaths this cake and it is literally like two feet tall and it's a vacuum cake i was like I'm sorry, what bakery in Sibley, Iowa uh, yeah, yeah. made this incredible vacuum cake? Don't, I was... you know what? Don't, don't go against people here. I don't like what you're saying. You're going to get so much. You, your people from Northwest, is it Northwest? Northwest, Northwest Iowa, they're talented folks. And I use the word folks because they have gone... There are some bakeries there, apparently, that are going to make you a vacuum cleaner. Pauline, these are towns where there is, like, a Subway sandwich shop and a Blockbuster <gasps> and a and a Taco John's, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's like, God. I don't Sounds. know where they got this cake. It must have been someone they know. TLC. Who, or who it was a TLC. Or it was a TLC. Or it was a TLC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. So yeah, amazing, amazing cake. <laughs> and his parents, what do they get him? And this was another really corny oh scene they set up. God. They have him and he's ripping open this big box. And what is it but the Kirby Sanatronic 50, his white whale. And he's like, yes, as if it I'm was gonna, a PS5. I mean, literally. I'm going to ask the same question. Did he piss his pants? Probably. Okay. All right. Unclear. Um, and that was his 14th birthday did Four- you say 14 ouch 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 he's the most i will say he is the most self-aware about his obsession because okay. at, the, at the end he's like yeah you know i get made fun of every day but guess what those bullies are gonna be working for me someday Oh, cocky, are you? Huh. I was like, uh, all right, with your... That's what, a, <laughs> that's what a bully loves. Getting cocky. Getting cocky. <laughs> Look, like... if he teams up with Shelby's dad... No, it's not Shelby's. Reese's dad, Bill Gates. Who knows? Magic stuff could happen. You don't know what's going to happen in Northwestern Iowa. Yeah. A lot of stuff can happen. He's going to have a vacuum repair empire, you know? So... That's Logan. How many more do we have, Kate? Just one. And this one's quick because this one was this one was not much. Okay. So this is Will Spike Yoakum and Katie Yoakum, a brother sister duo from Carterville, Illinois. This was all in the Midwest. I found very interesting. I I noticed that as well. Small town. I didn't want to say anything, Kate. I didn't want to say anything. But yeah, it's all in the Midwest. Yeah. So will but he goes by spike okay spike stop stop <laughs> he goes by spike yes he does you know like the dog in rugrats so spike rugrats. is tw- <laughs> just one cell love rugrats go ahead so good spike is 12 years old katie is nine years old their big goal is they want to be in the guinness book of world records for the biggest collection of fishing lures just repeat that I, I don't someone may have missed that what was the what was the thing they want to be in the guinness book of records for the biggest collection of fishing lures and they all and to be in to get this to get this record they all have to be completely different there can be no repeats no repeats 
of lures. Katie's a little different, though, because she doesn't care how many are in her collection. They just have to be pink. (laughs) Because she's a go, and girls love Love pink. pink. Yeah. God, Katie. Oh, yeah. Small town Midwest, gender normative. Okay, so (laughs) he has over 3,500 lures. Their entire garage is full of cases of lures, and this family put an addition on their house to house the lures. Okay. All those dramatic pauses were necessary because I needed that to sink into everyone that's listening. I remember being obsessed with trolls. I grew up in the 90s. Trolls, I loved them. Um, had a load of them. And you know where they were? They were shoved in a cabinet next to my bed. I, I can't see an argument for for these parents to say this is healthy for my child and for us to go to these lengths but you know what it's all very telling stuff is kind of adding up here for me kate because as once again as we know i skimmed everything but as you are really breaking it down because kate is the journalist we need in our lives (laughs) um it's they're all the midwest as you say Mm -hmm. and i feel like every single one of these parents once again, they all look alike. Genuinely, they all look exactly the same. They all have exactly the same house. Mm-hmm. And their entire lives are their children. The parents hate each other. I just want to just throw this out. The parents hate each other. The mother and the father have no personality <laughs> or existence outside of their own children. And that's it. So this is why this is happening. So if you're listening to this going, but I'm sorry, my parents would have said no, I'm not going to do that for you. Or let's look at other interests or let's figure out why you want to do this. No, 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 no. The They're parents, passive. They're passive. They, the parents just give up everything. Yeah. Like I don't have a life. I don't have a personality. Who I am now is someone's mum. Yep. And yep. this is the result, everyone. This is the result. We're going to spend thousands of dollars to expand our house to put boxes of fishing lures. Okay. So By the way, be- I would also like to just add, it is, we're recording right now, it's, it's half past nine, it's 9.30 and I'm drinking a Red Bull. So I just, I moved on from my mezcal margarita and I happened to have an early 2000s sugar-free Red Bull. Love it. Okay, You're going to be up I, all night. You know, you know what's going to happen? I can drink this. I could drink a pot of coffee, go to sleep straight away. Doesn't affect me. Wow. Anyway, but I needed it for this. I needed it for this. So carry on. They have the words. They have the extension belt. And they're big. <laughs> I will be posting this on our social media. So look out for this. Yes. Because I, I took a video on my phone. I'm like, I need to rewatch this over Good. and over. Good. Because their big scene, they're holding the fan in the tree thing, is they they pop up in the gra- the garage door comes up and they both kind of pop up and cross their arms and hold the position and he's like i'm spike and i have 3500 fishing lures and she's like and then she crosses her arms and she's like i'm katie and i don't have that many but mine are all pink and then and then they do an individual interview with them and <laughs> They have them do this thing where they're turned away from camera and then they turn towards camera and start talking. 
and I just you it's know, so uh, funny eighty thousand dollars someone got in debt eighty thousand dollars <laughs> to be able to at film school to be able to produce this for UTLC be well, grateful if they need money if they need help paying back their loans guess what Spike's collection is worth 12k twelve thousand dollars what yeah I'm like Oh, if his what? parents if his parents don't make him sell that to put in a college fund, I'm what done. The and it lures just to be it's stuff that you I mean I don't know my dad was a big fisherman, but a lure is something that you put at the end of your rod to to that's shiny to catch or fish. something to yep. catch a fish mm-hmm. that comes With in. With a hook on it, yep. Um to kill. And once again killing animals. See right. a theme here? <laughs> See a theme? TLC. Um <laughs> 12,000, and they, I, I saw that they were also signed by people as mm-hmm. well. They were signed by fishermen and fisherwomen. And, right. And then the grandmother started crying. Do you want to talk about why she was crying? I just, you this know. This part guess, made me sad. I just want to, you know, well, once again, Kate and I, just to emphasize, Kate and I are not parents. However, we are opinionated experts <laughs> when it comes to parenting we are the experts you always are when you don't have kids right so kate and i are experts and i just want everyone to know perhaps you're pregnant listening to this and deciding to uh let your unborn fetus listen to some uh great observational um notes from a tlc show i just want everyone to realize you have kids and they don't you don't have to then give up your personality your identity and your entire life I just want everyone to be aware of that. I have many friends that have children and are amazing parents and they have a life and they have a personality. Everyone in this show gave their entire identity up to either have a basement or to um, (laughs) just give in to these children give because in. there's nothing left of them and that's why i couldn't see any of these people's faces because there wasn't anything left there's nothing left and also pauline these towns are so boring that's the other thing that i think you're forgetting is yeah, yeah. there's nothing to do <laughs> and i can talk shit about this because i'm from a town of three thousand people okay that's like right by this yeah these towns and there's nothing to do nothing to do so they everyone hears oh this kid's got a fuck ton of lures it's like big news everyone's like oh my god the guinness book of world records guy is gonna come to uh carterville illinois and so it's they're all rallying around it because they don't have shit else to talk about like oh the weather uh the foot the friday night football game uh so and so got a dui like what are we talking about it's making me nauseous kate please stop okay and it's not just the sugar-free red bull (laughs) it's all just making me nauseous it's not the mezcal it's not the mezcal margarita and sugar-free red bull from the early 2000s no it's these people's lives it's making me nauseous it's making me nauseous i don't know what that was but okay so grandma grandma and grandpa come over Grandma spends God knows how long going to, through all the cases and counting every single lure. I mean, she must have been doing that for hours. She's counting, she's counting. And then her and Grandpa come up to the cameras. They're talking to the producers. And they're like, so, Joyce, or whatever her name is, how many, how many lures were there? And she's like, I counted 
3,500. <laughs> just out. She just loses it. Out. And then the grandpa turns towards her and he's like, 3563. He helps her out. And I, I just hope I'm right because I just I just want him to get the record. She was crying. She was crying. She was crying. crying. Over this. And by the way, I also love that all of these grandparents are like, they all look decrepit and old as depicted so well by Kate right there. Um, they're probably in their 60s <laughs> because everyone has kids at like 20. And so they're probably yeah. in like their 60s. And I look at them and I'm thinking, huh, okay, no, no. that's what we've chosen. That's what we've chosen Just for our life. Okay. Crispy, Got crunchy, it. dry white people who have never worn sunscreen oh. in their life. So. She's crying. <laughs> and crying over lures. Crying over fishing lures. And, you know, I don't want to be totally hard with She She knows this means so much to her grandson, and she's oh. touched by the fact that he's getting this recognition for his big hobby. So the big finale to this whole show, to this segment please, and the show. Please get us there. Please get us there. They, you look over, they show this guy in a suit, and he's pulling up in his, his semi-nice <laughs> car. And he steps out, and it's like, duh, 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 duh. you know, it's like, who's this guy pulling up into our town? And he kind of waltzes up, and it's like this big ordeal. And then the music cuts out, and he's like, hi, I'm here to count your lures. Oh, and so then he goes around and counts God. all the lures. And then it's this big dramatic thing, and he's like, you made it into the book. And the Bye. kid's like, yeah! So and then suddenly you see that. all the press invade from the town invade invade the house and it's all like old timey press with like the the hats on <laughs> no, from the Carterville Gazette. Ah. How many lures did you say you had, kid? Uh, give us a statement. Give us some words. No Come repeats. On, you say no repeats, huh? <laughs> all pink. Why pink? Tell us why pink. Because I'm a girl and I like Barbies. Gosh darn it! You'll make a great wife one day. <laughs> don't know what that was anyway so uh, suddenly went south suddenly went south um so all right let's rate this let's let's just get please we spent way too long on this we did i'm sorry so then thank you so much for sticking through us with this i understand that it can be torturous just to listen to my voice alone but let alone go through us trying to talk about cockroaches vacuum cleaners fishing lures and fans. fans all right okay once again out of 600 pounds of learning i am giving it a hundred pounds of learning and i'm giving it as high as a hundred pounds of learning because i'm giving it a hundred pounds of learning slash warning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're gonna go to film school you're gonna be in debt for eighty thousand dollars make sure that if you end up on a tlc show give it some razzmatazz give it something because these guys tried you can always put some effort in no matter what where you find yourself what you're working on show them what you got show them what you got that training yep yep i gave it 103 i'm right by you 103 oh okay three three because it just i had i had a fun time just seeing my hometown basically I mean, you were t- kind of taken on a ride. You, you had your hometown, and then you also had uh, memories of a long-lost love S- affair. Study abroad. Yeah, it was... It was quite it a was lot a journey this week. It was a it journey. It was quite a lot. Are you, are you doing okay, Kate? I'm, exa- I'm emotionally exhausted. <laughs> yeah. 
it makes sense. I mean, just watching anything from TLC, you do come across depleted, at least, I would say. You definitely come across about, uh, yeah, depleted. I, I, I learned, I will, I will su- if I have a kid ever, I will support their love for something at the enthusiast level. Enthusiast. You can have a bug um, book. I you can- think <laughs> what I learn about kids is not for me. All right, so <laughs> moving on. No. <laughs> just just no. No. All right, All right. So um that's it. We've covered the two shows. So obviously this is the time, Kate, where we're moving on to our wheel of shame. For anyone that doesn't um or is just new to the potty, um, I deeply appreciate you. We deeply appreciate you. Um go back and listen to all of our episodes. But what we do at this point, once we've discussed our two shows um in an episode we go to our wheel of shame our wheel of shame randomly selects the two shows that we are going to cover for the next week's episode so you have a week in between episodes which means you have the time to go and listen to all of the watch all of these shows along with us so when we when you come back and join us the following week um you know the shit that we are talking all right kate so we're gonna spin this wheel um listen all i'm gonna say again is I'm going to keep harking on until it comes true. I've spoken about Darcy a lot. <laughs> spoken about her a lot just in general in my life, which is natural. And then also this episode. So I'm going to spin this wheel. Are you ready to spin? Spin it, baby. Okay, so let's see what we get. I'm hoping it's another fresh. I like that we had two we hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's finishing up. We are at... Okay. So the first one we are going to re- first show we're going to review next week is Seven Little Johnsons. Right. Seven Little Johnsons. Okay, I'm familiar with this. I have not really watched it, but I am familiar. I've heard and of, of it. Of course, yeah. Of yeah. course, TLC has to put the little in it. But uh, Kate, have you written that down? Because um, I wrote remember this. Yep, I wrote because it down. I have had some mezcal. All right, so moving on to our next show let's go on okay so we've got seven little johnsons and the next one is please do it oh oh this is filth fighter what filth (laughs) fighter i would like to say they're gonna go to the deep downtown scummy areas of los angeles and major cities and clear up their porn but it's not it's going to be about people that are living in scum and then clean is probably coming in and cleaning everything up That's they're gonna, gonna they're be. gonna go to shelby's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> see it all fits together guys yeah. it all fits together <laughs> okay so it's filth fighter kate i haven't seen well I, I probably have seen a little bit of the seven little johnsons i think but um filth fighter we we've got to be aware we cannot watch that anytime uh near food because i think it's going to be gross and i also think it's going to be deeply depressing so yeah, buckle we'll up buckaroos next week <laughs> strap in <laughs> baby okay so as we end the episode we definitely want to do a little uh pluggity plug 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 um god okay so we've got to plug our social media please if you have not already go on and follow us on instagram and tiktok at tender loving care pod we're also on twitter at tlc poddy um it'd be awesome if you can go and give us a like follow along it'd be wonderful we'd love to hear from all of you um we also have something that we want to um 
involve all of you guys in our email address is tender loving care pod at gmail.com and what we're looking for really is kate i think it's best described as um agents in the field Mm -hmm. so we what we've decided is you know we are reviewing all of these tlc shows as viewers we want to reach out to this amazing community of all these people that are listening to say to you if you were someone that in any way was involved in a tlc show whatever show like i say there's hundreds of them um if you were perhaps in the crew if you were one of the long-suffering pas that constantly get dragged into (laughs) scenes um and are paid piss poor um if you were involved in casting if you were on a tlc show like in any capacity because there are so many kate and i kind of had a discussion about that has got to be someone out there that wants to give their scoop we would love for you to email us completely anonymously and we would love to be able to have um your experience of being any way involved with TLC and we would retell your story on the podcast each week we're going to have a new segment we're going to talk about agents in the field so anyone that um, any one of you agents in the field that have any periphery or involvement in TLC shows and can give us some goss some scoops some how does it all work behind the scenes anything yeah yeah anything like that we would love to um assign you one of our agents and we would um love to retell your story so please that's tender loving care pod at gmail.com it would be fantastic we'd love to hear from you um you can also dm dm us on instagram as well if that's easier um kate let's talk about your other potty please I find time to watch a lot of TV. I have another <laughs> podcast called Mostly Bravo. Uh, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I... Hello? Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you can find us on social media at Mostly Bravo on Instagram and TikTok. Perfect. I also want to give a shout out to my overwhelming love for all junk tv especially bravo and the real housewives where kate and i fell in love Mm -hmm. um i have created an original line of merchandise including notebooks and a ton of other stuff featuring all of our beautiful ladies from the real housewife franchises um as a true aficionado of the gals i have a ton of not just their sayings but things that really hark to um great scenes in the housewife um genre so p- please feel free to check me out my instagram is a brit in the sun b-r-i-t-i-n the sun you can find me on instagram at that name or um etsy so please go ahead and check that out um anything else kitty kate uh no i can we go i have to go vacuum my sure no I roaches understand. i mean it's it's a there's a lot and turn off on. my and i have to turn off my fans and i have to go and check my basement um <laughs> so <laughs> we have a lot to do um i can't believe that we actually made an episode of this length over uh that shit show of um stuff that we had this week because they were they sounded great but the quality I mean, they didn't get a lot of pounds of learning. There was not a lot of pounds of learning this week. No. 
lots to that's lots to lots to address though so that's how it goes sometimes all right love well thank you everyone for listening we deeply appreciate it please tell friends about the potty um email us dm us follow us all of that good stuff and have a wonderful week we'll see you next week bye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.